And welcome back to the Livingston Parish News Weekly Show, a podcast brought to you by the Livingston Parish News. My name is McHugh David, publisher and editor of the news. We appreciate you joining us today. Campaign season is underway, and we are kicking it off with this gentleman here. We are going to let him introduce himself before we get into the meat of his interview. Good morning, sir. Thanks for joining us. Good morning, McHugh. My name is Jeff Wiley. I uh, am a resident of Ascension Parish and a, and a resident of District 81, House uh, Legislative District, and uh, I am running for the District 81 state representative position, which will, uh, at the end of this term, currently held by Clay Schneider, who is term limited, and I'm offering myself for election come October. Gotcha. Yeah. And of course, uh, Representative Sheck Snyder, currently Speaker of the House, so some big shoes to fill. Yes. Uh, so first, let's get in on you. You are a former law enforcement officer, or current? Are you current? No, sir. Former? No. Uh, all my life, all my professional life. Finished school at Southeastern. I was going to be a teacher and a coach, and I realized uh, and, and how God leads you in different ways, and uh, so I found myself in law enforcement right after graduation. Well, a stint in the Marine Corps as a military policeman, maybe that was part of the the divine intervention, okay? And then uh, went to work in law enforcement. In my mind, it was a temporary thing until I found that coaching job and that teaching job. It's all I ever wanted to do as a young kid and a young adult. And then I realized along the way as I moved up the ladder of management and supervision that I was a good leader is a teacher and a coach. Sure. And I'm so uh, ended up as God would will it, you know, in 1995, I got elected and six terms later, retired uh, four years ago in January. Uh, one of the greatest days of my life, well, retirement was it was part of it, but also it coincided to the day when our youngest daughter, Erin, was sworn in as a judge in Ascension Parish. And that was a commitment I made along the way. Uh, some people would say logical, which was that it wasn't going to go far with me being the sheriff and her presiding over many of the cases that my deputies made cases on, right? Sure, would be sending so, her yeah, away. Yeah, so that's the four years that I've been, uh, up, what do you say, dormant? Yes. All right. <laughs> okay, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. And, and, and you answered the question I was going to follow up with. You said you were elected. You were elected sheriff in Ascension Parish. So... As a, obviously you, you brought that to an end as sort of a, you know, passing of the torch to your mm -hmm. daughter who mm -hmm. was still technically part of the justice system. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't even want to say technically, obviously part yeah, of the justice system. Right. But during your time as sheriff, uh, what was your focus? I would imagine that it was to be a teacher, be a leader. Yes, but we had to talk about a tale uh, and, and we kind of knew it. It was when I took office, we were right on the front end of what was we felt, and it ended up prevailing to be an obvious run on unprecedented growth. And it was. And so uh, our parish, arguably Livingston, top two fastest growing parishes in the state of Louisiana for the last quarter century. And so what did we have to do? We had, you know, we had to grow personnel, call, load, equipment, assets were uh, failing, uh, finances were really, really challenging, demand uh, I used to say this, a uh, new type of crime was it was encroaching upon sleepy old ascension and a new type of criminal. Uh, so we really had to rise up to that level, uh, jail expansion issues. 
just a lot a litany of things that a sheriff is is responsible for. Now I had been the chief deputy for eight years before that, so I wasn't flying blind. But big difference in being number two and number one. You can relate to that yes. uh, to some extent. So yeah, I uh, hit the ground running, and our motto was: the day we say the same is the day we're losing ground in the uh, in the growth of Ascension Parish, and particularly in the enormity of of being a sheriff during that period. Now that's an interesting phrase. I've never I've never heard. I mean, there I have heard it uttered, just never in that way, right? So the minute you stop. Somebody else is after you, yes. right? Yeah. So, but but you said it in a different way. How is that? How did that affect how you ran your department? Well, it was uh, we. It, well, look, I inherited it. I succeeded a a, a life a long public servant as well. World War II era sheriff. His name was Harold Tritico, a wonderful, decent man. <clears throat> Big demand to not reform, but to improve and to. Uh, introduce his department to the 20th and 21st century, right? And so there was a a lot of vacuum there. And I'm not a techie guy, but I'm smart enough to have surrounded myself with that new uh, breed of young man and woman, the professional law enforcement person. And we pushed ourselves forward with a lot of, of the more sophisticated aspects of the law enforcement side. And understand, a, a Louisiana sheriff is also responsible for tax collection, for civil processing, and a lot of the real uh, less sensational things, but obviously makes the world go round as well as the uh, the public safety side of it. Sure, a very important uh, due process, and uh, you're involved in a lot of that. And, and so you're running for state representative, and you have been a sheriff in the district that you're uh, in which you're running for quite some time. Mm -hmm. And how how did your time as you know what? I'm going to ask you this question first. Why are you running? Simple. Uh, four years I've been retired. Into the uh, first uh, beginning of the second year, a certain thing called the quarantine came up. And that kind of just eliminated my 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 mind from wandering to okay, what sense of purpose are you gonna find next besides being a real good pawpaw, which I'm my proudest uh, occupation. Sure. Right? And and then more and more, I just it was feeling on my heart. Uh, all my adult life, I've served. It, it sounds I don't mean to be melodramatic. That's what I do, and I do best. And I think it's a calling that I have. And so. Now, how do you do that beside your church and beside your family and beside, you know, some degree, the community and my golfing buddies, all right? Uh, but uh, this job, Clay Shakespeare's position, this, uh, and I'm sitting watching TV like everybody and hearing and seeing how this country, I would call it upside down, and, you know, night is day, day is night, men are women, women are men, kids are now adults. Uh, crime victims are now uh, persecuted and criminals are now sometimes honored. All of those really, really, really uh, crazy things that make you not want to recognize your, your country. I'm not running for president, but I just figured, okay, this is a bigger forum, uh, you know, at the state capitol to some extent. All right. And, you know, maybe there's a way that I can be a part of, of, 
holding the dike up and 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 you know stopping the 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 craziness or at least stemming it and and being a part of maybe finding our roots again maybe finding what the values that that you know i think made america great and i mean that and to the point when the united states supreme court ruled on the uh, it wasn't roe wade but it ruled on the issue of uh uh, uh, the uh, legalization of abortion, what they did, they didn't outlaw abortion. They just decided uh, that it's a state's issue. It's not a constitutional issue. So what did they do? They pushed the issue of abortion to the states. And, and so now it is up to the state legislators around the country to decide on issues of abortion. I suggest that this, this court may end up doing that on a lot of other things that are marginal uh, constitutional issues, or maybe just morphed into that and, and, uh, and, and uh, were not even close to being constitutional issues. And if you think about abortion, where is it written, said, or decreed that it is a constitutional right? So I don't want to get on a tangent about pro-life, of which I am, but, but just the issue said, you know what? That might be another way that a teeny little vote in a teeny little district, in a, in a teeny little state like Louisiana, that maybe I could be part of that resistance. Yes. Okay. So a lot of personal uh, and, and, and conviction mm-hmm. yes, uh, that you have about certain issues. So let's draw from the professional side mm-hmm. as well. You're a former law enforcement officer, former sheriff. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have a daughter who is a judge. From the professional side of your life, how has that pushed you to run for this seat? Well, I, I see what, what, how people can make a difference. Sometimes, sometimes one man can make a difference or one person. By the way, I have a second daughter who has a, a, uh, an interesting and dynamic and important job working for the school system. She is a parent liaison for special ed kids. Okay. So another passionate uh, service uh, organ, uh, or, 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 uh, occupation, shall we say. So I've been shaped... In those regards, I was shaped, uh, you know, in college when uh, my first semester or second semester when the university said, you have to open a book, okay? <laughs> and I was shaped when I said, okay, then it was 1970, so I joined the Marine Corps, and I was shaped when I went to boot camp and, like, and, and served in uh, active duty of, okay, this is, if you don't learn discipline in that arena, then you're just not going to learn it. And then as a new deputy and, and uh all the other things that happen in a, in a person's life. And, uh, and I, I was shaped when I became a sheriff because there's, there's not really a book. You know, there's not an academy per se. So you kind of learn from the people who taught you and you kind of learn from the people who continue teaching you and, uh, and about how important leadership is and servant leadership, more importantly, uh, not the dogmatic, uh, bombastic kind of, that may work for some, uh, not, in a long term, usually. So that's that's kind of where I was, and and we created a culture in the sheriff's office that that was successful, and and it, and I see a lot of that similarity with you, and because you know this is our neighboring parish, and that's what I'm proud to to offer because I'm no stranger to the I think the culture and the people of Lower Livingston, and that they are God fearing and they are hardworking and they are family oriented and church going people and and not unlike what I grew up with in Gonzales and what I know that, that is going on in, in St. James as well, and so I'm thinking maybe uh, 
that culture that and that passion that I have in those areas, I think is a neat fit. And I'm just I'm not shy about leading that this this time, as I explained earlier, this is not a time for timid leadership in America. And I don't think it's this time for timid leadership in District 81. And there are a lot of things, I think, that that demand attention in South Louisiana, in South Livingston, uh, regarding uh, issues that, that, that sometimes can be dealt with at the state level. Sure. And as you mentioned, yes, a lot of similarities yeah. between Ascension and Livingston. Uh, two of the fastest growing parishes uh, in the state mm-hmm. that has stayed pretty consistent for the last 20 years. Yeah. Uh, and of course, as you said, you became sheriff sort of at the cusp of mm-hmm. that in Ascension. Mm-hmm. It started here a few years later. Uh, but, you know, both uh, sort of a, a, a sibling rivalry, mm-hmm. almost, you could call it. Uh, <clears throat> well, if, if it is, then, then <laughs> Livingston would be the little brother. <laughs> just kidding. I've got to get some votes over here. That's just a kidding. Sure. That was uh, that was for Sheriff Graves, former, and for Sheriff Ard, because we, te- we tease each other a lot. Yes. Fair enough. Yes. Uh, well, yeah, you got to have a little bit. Good of friends and great it. leaders. Yes. Uh, so as a sheriff, you know, I'm sure you had interaction with both your local government and the state government. Uh, tell us a little bit about that and how that sort of uh, shaped your mindset as you try to run for this seat. But if you go back uh, to my college days and my first uh, dream was to be a teacher and a coach, well, that's teamwork. And I don't see, quite frankly, long-term success in any endeavor, whether it's family, whether it's church, whether it's a a neighborhood, whether it's a community, et cetera, without pieces of the puzzle working together. I did it as a sheriff with our parish governments, with our city uh, uh, governments, with our firefighters, with our neighborhood watches, a homeowners associations, team after team after team, coordinating all those. Team inside the sheriff's office, name them. Uh, you've got a corrections team. You've got a narcotics team, a patrol team. You've got a detective team. You've got a civil team. You've got all of these moving parts that in some way every day have to mesh in some successful way, and you try to maintain a culture in that of, uh, of cooperation, mutual respect, and keeping your eye on the ball, whatever the the commander's intent, I was taught in the military, was, okay, where is this leader trying to take us, right? Right. And let us embrace that, but the clarity is so important on, on where you're trying to go with it. So here I am uh, wanting to be the state representative. There will be, you, you should know this, it was a rev- revelation to me. In Livingston Parish, there will be four there's four state reps. All four would be freshmen based yes. on a variety of circumstances, right? And so, uh, obviously, we're going to need each other, whether whether they were veterans or or freshmen in there. I've I've uh, met most of the uh, aspirants, right? And I've met some who have who are either running for senator or uh, term limited and things like that. Uh, our legislative delegation in Ascension, I work with all the time. When I was a sheriff for, uh, well, I was sheriff for 23 years. For, oh, I want to say 10 or 12 of those years, I was the legislative chairman of the Louisiana Sheriff's Association. Okay. So every year in the springtime for the regular sessions, we would, we would uh, uh, file bills or follow bills that were near and dear to us. Sometimes, frankly, it was to kill bills. Sure. Right? Because uh, <laughs> there's a lot more bills killed up there than there are passed, and that may be a blessing 
for, for all your uh, your audience out there, because some are crazy, some are dangerous, and some are just plain wrong. Then there are others that are vitally important. So yes, I have uh, I understood the need for just fundamentally for teamwork there, because you got to put together a patchwork of people, sometimes with different cultures, different uh, territories, etc., to vote for a bill that you passionately believe in. Sure, and. A lot of differences among the folks in and around Livingston, uh, not even just Livingston Parish, right. but I always felt like Livingston is uh, sort of a microcosm of the way the state is. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got your Easterners, Southerners, Northerners, Westerners, you know, and everybody's got to kind of come together to work together, yeah. right? That that idea of teamwork yeah. uh, that, you, that you threw out there. So, <clears throat> excuse me, you've had experience working with the legislature. It's always fun legislators in legislature. Uh, But as you said, yes, here in Livingston, we are going to have uh, Senator Rogers Pope is retiring. So Mm -hmm. we have two folks Mm -hmm. uh, that are going to be vying uh, so far, Mm -hmm. obviously qualifying in August Mm -hmm. uh, for his seat as senator. So your district, 81, District 64, which is up in the Watson area, District 71, which is here in Denham, and District 95, uh, which is over there on the eastern side of the parish, all going to have new faces. Uh, so teamwork is, is, is going to be imperative as we talk about what you would like to accomplish specifically if you mm-hmm. are elected uh, as a representative. Uh, what are those things, uh, well, specifically focus, with regard to Livingston? Yes, I'll focus uh, on what I think is uh, what I'm hearing. And, and let me tell you, uh, just know this, uh, bears repeating, I, I live in Gonzales, Louisiana. I'm not going to sit here and and preachify about what the, the basic needs of Maripaul are, or French Settlement, or Killian, or Springfield, or Port Vincent, or all those little hamlets in between. But I tell you this, I'm a good listener, and I've been doing this now f- for the last three months, focusing a large deal of my time in Livingston Parish, frankly, for two reasons. One, fundamentally, it's 51% of the district. So it's good politics to do it, I suppose you could argue. But secondly, it was the place that I'm least known. It was a place that I knew least about. All right. So uh, even though I used to drive through commuting back and forth to Hammond back before I-12 when I was going to college, I remember all those little stops along the way. So the things that I've been hearing are uh, very quickly, it doesn't take long, that that, uh, flood control, uh, drainage issues are uh, near and dear for obvious reasons. Now, I do know a great deal about that because we're not immune to that in the Santa Mar area, which is downtown Santa Mar is part of my district as well, if you will. And as a sheriff, uh, you know, and first responders, we know a lot about the challenges of response to that. All right. Well, I want to be on the other end of that now, even though the response obviously is vital, and I still would be doing that as well. But being on the team, if you will, and I hate to be redundant, but uh, uh, repetitive, but being on the team of decision makers on how we provide a, a plan and services coordinating with your parish governments and your, you know, your, your mayors and your, your community leaders. And yes, that's one thing. Now, I'm, I'm finding out along the way as I ramp up my knowledge of all this, that there has been some really, I think, significant reform underway, and you mentioned Congressman Graves early when we were talking, who has been really uh, responsive, and I mean much more than rhetoric, I mean real tangible federal dollars 
and real tangible plans about things that affect downstream uh, uh, impact areas like Lower Livingston. I will count the Amy River Basin Authority as one that was re restructured and I think put a, a, a better broad base of decision makers on this board. And I think there's some... Uh, uh, some re, uh, what is it validation of that board like empowerment that there there's a high expectation of this board being more than a meet and greet more than uh, uh, you know uh, 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 planning and planning and planning but planning planning and doing and doing okay right. and and when and you and there's money uh, certainly not on a tree but there's money there's fundings out there the the Comet River diversion I think is going to happen all right. Now, if you'd have told me about that uh, three months ago, I'd have said, yeah, I read about it. Well, it's a pretty innovative thing up north of us, and it's going to route uh, uh, water, high water, to the Mississippi River. That's first-grade uh, simplicity, right? Uh, but that, but it, it works. But that relieves a lot of the hydrology coming down our way. Uh, there's some other things uh, the, uh, that are happening, uh, a Marpaw uh, revitalization all right, and diverting uh, fresh water into Morapal Swamp, all right? I'm understanding that's close to happening. What does that do? Well, besides the natural habitat, and for all your outdoorsmen and the native beauty of South Louisiana, it will rebuild the, uh, the fauna, the, uh, the vegetation, hence re re uh, retard some the, uh, the, 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 the power surge, excuse me, uh, I say the water surge. The storm surge. The storm surge, yes, okay, as things go. Am I good right here? Yeah, you're good. Yeah, excuse me, Mike. Right. <laughs> anyway, so those are the kind of things I think are exciting. I think it's a good time to be part of that team, and uh, I will be there, and I will uh, I'll be a good listener, but I won't be shy. No, no, right. and and clearly you're excited. For those who are yeah. just listening, Mr. Wiley just took out his mic for a second. Yeah, uh, <laughs> gesticulating here. Yeah, but I'm half Italian somewhere. I'm not sure. There, okay? there you go. Right. <laughs> Speaking mm. with your hands. Yeah. Uh, so obviously you've you've spoken a lot about uh, teamwork, learning. Mm. Obviously you've you've come over here to learn mm. a lot, yeah. uh, which says a lot about what you're you're trying to mm. do. Um, let's. As we try to to sort of wrap up here, mm -hmm. let's talk about going back to you for a second. You've brought up things like church, family. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, you personally mm -hmm. uh, to sort of wrap this up. Like, uh, you know, uh, where do you go to church? What, who's list off your family? I I know from your uh, campaign yeah. uh, products, you have a big family. Well, I do, and and uh, you and I talked off about. Uh, you know, the, your your lifeline and and how you ended up in the business you're in and and uh, we are we are who we are because of who brought us into this world in in large measure. Yes, I'm a Christian. I'm a believer. Uh, seventh grade, I went steady with a lady named Linda, who is now Linda Wiley. In fifty years, in July, we will have been married. Oh, congratulations. Yes, and uh, she's a retired flight attendant. Uh, so for for many of those years. Two nights a week, she was working off, and so I was Mr. Mom uh, with with our two daughters, uh, which made me be a better dad, I, I suppose. And uh, I made some of the dancing recitals. I made some of the uh, the nine week report card stuff that Linda couldn't make. 
right? She made many of them, most more than me, but those kinds of things. And thankfully, I had an older daughter that would uh, help her dad out, okay, when she was like nine, okay, and, and sure. doing those things. Uh, but it shaped me, okay? And uh, frankly, uh, about we, we have a, a, a special granddaughter, a Down syndrome baby who God gifted us with. She's 14 last month. So about 15 years ago, on or about, we found uh, out that she was going to be born with a birth defect, uh, a heart defect, which is which is consistent with the Down syndrome, and that uh, we just weren't sure if if she was, uh, you know, was going to come out of it. Okay, this is this is during the pregnancy. All right, this is my daughter, the the judge, uh, her her th uh, youngest daughter. She has three daughters. And I will tell you, you know, life gives you those interruptions and those uh, challenges. And it was at that point that we, Lynn and I both, rededicated ourselves to a higher power. And we got on our knees and we prayed and we prayed and we prayed and we still are practicing uh, church goers and, and uh, saved uh, Christians. And I'm uh, proud to uh, proclaim that. We go to Healing Place Church on Highland Road. All right. Our pastor is Mike Heyman. Love him to death. And... That's kind of the story about our family. We have five grandchildren. Uh, one's a sophomore in college uh, who is a, a sorority light bulb, okay? Sure. And, uh, and we love, I mean, anyway, I have two seniors, uh, one, one grandson, and, uh, and Abby who uh, goes to St. Michael. Scotty goes to Dutchtown. He's a baseball player. Her and my, her little sister, mother, granddaughter are... Uh, soccer players and so we, when i mentioned you know my dormant years well you know i was i watched so much soccer McHugh, that i started liking it right okay <laughs> and yeah and and they were really 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 good uh that's kind of the, the the personal side of me i was uh i'm a middle child uh older brother older sister younger brother younger sister um i found out my mom and dad were both middle children so i kind of think maybe at, at least maybe now some might say i need i need a full-time psychiatrist next to me all right because i'm maybe i'm starved for attention this is but this is what you get sure and what you will get in summary if it, if that's if it's time for that what you will get if you will consider voting for me your 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 listeners and your viewers as you will not get somebody you will always agree with i don't suppose you will get somebody who will always uh tell you the truth all of my documents have my cell phone number on it, all right? Cell phone, all right? As well as email and, and what have you, okay? So I won't be hard to find for you to uh, express your adoration or your uh, aggravation, okay? I just made that up, by the way, all right? And, and You're full so, of them. Yeah, so, so I will be there. My professional life is an open book. Uh, six terms as an as a elected sheriff. And before that, as someone learning how to be uh, a leader and a uh, a successful sheriff in my formative years, uh, I was I was very active in the sheriff's association, very active statewide in that regard. So uh, I'm not a real uh, secret about uh, my culture, my my background, and my strengths and my weaknesses. I would love to carry that to the state capitol and be a part of. Uh, the good things in Louisiana. And I think that's as good a place to wrap up as any, if you'll reintroduce yourself. Mm -hmm. Yes. My name is Jeff Wiley. I am a candidate for district 81 state representative. Uh, 
It represents uh, a little bit of St. James Parish, a little bit more of the greater Santa Mal Sorrento, AC area in Ascension, and then what uh, I now know and, and uh, clearly is Lower Livingston, which is Port Vincent, which is uh, French Settlement, which is Killian, Maurepas, Springfield, and everything in between. I, I, I look forward to serving those people. Well, thank you, sir, and good luck on the campaign trail. Uh, perhaps we'll see you again. Uh, well, you made it very easy. Thank you. Yes, sir. It, it, we try to yes, sir. here, and mm -hmm. we still got about six months to qualifying, so yes. still plenty of time to reconnect. Yes. Uh, my name is McHugh David, publisher and editor of the news. Appreciate you guys out there for joining us uh, for this show with uh, Mr. Wiley here, who, of course, as he mentioned, is going to be running for District 81. Please remember the news is on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, and YouTube. We are once a week in print on Thursdays at $7 a month to get that in your mailbox. We're also online, www.livingstonparishnews.com. We always appreciate you joining us, and we'll see you next time.